Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm your host this week, Seth, and joining us live in Las Vegas are our two captains, Bill and Linda. Yes, <laughs> live from Vegas. We're at the uh, in our hotel room right now, so we can get good Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, proof, that we're, proof that we're in Vegas. We have a cup with the Vegas logo on it. <laughs> there we go. That's a solid proof that we're likely to get, Bill. And our other uh, guest joining us this week, Charles. I'm Jenna. Chris. I suppose co-hosts is yes. a better term for that. Sorry. You're all Dare co-hosts. you call me a guest? Come on now. Can, can I only say the thing that would make that even more Las Vegas is if the room behind Bill and Linda was trashed and we saw a cosplayer like pass out half naked in the bed behind them. <laughs> well, in fairness, you don't know what we did before the show to clean it up. I mean, I, I think it would be a lot more Vegas if uh, they had all the leather stuff that they undoubtedly bought at the leather shop they visited just hung up in the background. You just still see the swing hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. yeah, chains and harnesses as far as the eye can see. <laughs> Riding crop or two, <laughs> or three. Yeah, so yeah, we're here in Las Vegas. Up. You didn't no. buy those in Vegas. What? You just have those for when Bill makes a pun. <laughs> no, I know what I go to Vegas for. All what are time. you in Vegas for? Well, we're here for Star Trek. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Vegas. Wait, wait. What? A- Chris, what do you go to Vegas for? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. (laughs) Okay, continue, Bill. (laughs) Okay, Uh, Linda. So we are here. (laughs) Got to get it up here to the camera. For Star Trek Las Vegas, the 56-year mission. And uh, they've been doing this for 50. So we got here on Wednesday. It's now Sunday as we're recording the show. So it's the last day of the con. (laughs) And uh, it's been uh, quite a lot of fun seeing a lot of the cast members of all the different iterations of Star Trek from um, the original series. We got Walter Koenig, George Takei, William Shatner here, um, all the way up through the current shows, Strange New Worlds and uh, Prodigy and uh, Lower Decks. And Lower Decks is going over. Big lower time. Decks, the crowds to get autographs from the Lower Decks crew just kind of wrapped through the whole vendor room. It was just and a uh, lot of amazing. Younger, a lot of young people. Yeah, it, yeah. I imagine that that must be an amazing surprise for the people who are doing Lower Decks because they probably never <laughs> expected it to be that popular. Right, so right. Yeah, it's just going over gangbusters, and um, it's been a lot of fun. Um, we, um, what's that? Yeah, I've got some pictures. Well, let's just run through those, and that'll uh, probably prompt some additional conversation as we go here. So let me uh, bring my screen full screen. So this is a, a shot of the main auditorium. They've got like this is the Leonard Nimoy auditorium. They've got a DeForest Kelly one. They've got a 
James Doohan one, and they have different panels and, and things going on in each of these rooms. But this is by far the largest one. Uh, this con regularly attracts about 5,000 people. Um, and uh, But I'm not sure if that's going to change in the future or not. Um, so it's run by a company called Creation Entertainment. And they've had the um, license to do the Star Trek conventions for many, many years. years. <laughs> and um, now uh, Paramount has ceded that contract to another company. Oh, has Paramount? Yeah. Has so no respect. Uh, yeah, so what that means uh, for this con is that they no longer have the license to have a lot of the props that they had in previous cons. So like the last time we went to this one was 2019 and they had a full recreation of the original series Enterprise Bridge that you could go in and get photographs nice. on and everything. Uh, they, they can't have that anymore. Um, <clears throat> they had um, a big area where there were uh, all these Borg alcoves and you could go up into the Borg and stand in the Borg alcoves and get your picture there. <clears throat> they can't do that anymore. So um, they, they still have the alcoves, but now uh, instead of the Borg being the big baddie of the con, now it's the Threl Empire. <clears throat> and the um, same. <laughs> those Borg alcoves are now Threl teleportation chambers. And they've changed all the coloring and everything and taken off any Federation Star Trek logos. Uh, it's kind of like that through the whole con. And so the, there's a big question as to how this is going to evolve going forward. Because, you know, people have been coming here to the Vegas one for many, many years. And they've got lots of friends that they like to see here every year, as you do when you go to a con mm -hmm. consistently. And so there's a lot of uh, consternation within the Star Trek fandom as to, you know, what's going to happen to this one going forward. And then the other con, the, the, the official one that was in uh, Chicago this year, next year it's going to be in Seattle. And the nice thing is they have all the cool props there, but, but they don't have quite the, the uh, not only the attendance because it's new, but also the cast members, they had a very smaller subset of, uh, of cast coming. So um, I imagine that that one will probably grow. And um, I don't know, this one may just go on as a fan con, uh, not an official con. So we'll see. But anyway, any, is there any sentiment that? from the actors in which they prefer to go to? Or, um, you know, nobody, do you see them just shifting over to the official one? Well, I imagine that they'll they'll be kind of required to go to the official one. Right, yeah. I would imagine that, and that hopefully, yeah. I, I guess if the if the goal is to have you know both the actors and the fans in one place, that hopefully that the fans will just migrate with the actors, and it right. becomes more of a change of location as opposed to a completely yeah. different event. So yeah, and I think that's exactly right. What was I, that, Jenna? I was just gonna say, I, and I, it's like you hate to go to that dark stupid corporate CEOs who don't love the um, who don't love the heritage of a con like this like that right. all they care about is money but you kind of do because it's like if you if it's has been such a successful con the great part about having a con in the same place every year is that you can build your supplies keep your resources so it, the quality mm -hmm. continues to grow especially when you have that repeat staff who knows what they're supposed to do like right. Planet Comic Con um, and KC is a perfect example. They get they run a tight ship um, mm -hmm. because they have it in the same place every year, and they have the right. same dedicated staffing. Um, sure. 
it's like, why can't you just, why do you have to touch a good thing? And you hate it's, to think that it's just money. Yeah. How many right. times have they, how many times have they reminded you that Paramount's responsible for ruining it? <laughs> when do they little signs? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, nobody has really talked about it openly yet that I've heard. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's, there have been posts online where people have been, you know, complaining about it. And um, there's been some complaints even about the con this year where uh, they've had issues with um, the uh, digital, you know, everybody gets like a ticket with a barcode on it. And you have to bring that printed piece of paper with the barcode on it because their digital system has not been reliable. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. Sure. And so there's, there's been some cases where people have just, ended up leaving in tears because they, they, they didn't bring their, their hard-coded thing for like a photo op with George Decay or uh, oh. um, um, George Decay, Walter Koenig. And mm -hmm. um, they had to go someplace to find a place to print it. And they had to go to the hotel uh, business center to try to get it printed. And the hotel business center was down. Oh. And so then they had to try to go to a FedEx store that was connected to the Paris Hotel. And by the time they got that done and printed it and came back, he was gone. And this is the last con he said he's doing. So that person was just destroyed. Yeah. So <clears throat> kind of kind of a sad thing. But um, overall, uh, let me go back to the pictures here. You want to pop those back up, Seth? I'm full screen. There we go. All right, let's go to the next one. So, so this was uh, one of my favorite things here. So, uh, this is uh, Jess Bush, who plays uh, Christine Chapel from Star Trek Next Generation or Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And uh, so, Linda got me a surprise photo op with her, uh, which was pretty awesome, I have to say. And uh, so, there's that. Um, she was very nice. Uh, this is uh, just a few of the costumes that you see there. This guy's uh, thrall from the Gamesters of Triskelion original series episode. I'm wearing my uh, Section 31 Black Ops uh, outfit nice. that day. Uh, and there's the logo on the way into the con. I'm in my neck. Linda and I and, and um, Josh were in our next-gen costumes that day. Nice. Uh, and then this is one of the panels. So this is one of the smaller rooms. This is the DeForest Kelly room. So this guy was an anthropologist and he was talking about the anthropological impacts on the evolution of the batleth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was hilarious. So uh, yeah, it was a pretty good, pretty good show. So they've got all kinds of weird, weird panels. fun panels like that. Um, uh, this is a uh, day we did the original series cosplay and we're wearing shorts because uh, we it was like uh, the first day of the con Thursday and uh, we were spending a lot of time going out exploring the immediate surroundings looking for food and snacks and stuff and when it's you uh, when you go outside and it's like 102 degrees you don't want to be wearing long pants so <laughs> yeah I've been in Vegas in the summer before I know what you're talking about <laughs> right and uh, so this is us um, amazing. You can't see Josh really well, but uh, we did an original series cosplay. Linda is an alternate universe Harry Mud, and um, uh, from the episode I Mud, and I'm playing uh, one of the androids, Norman. And Josh, who you can't see really well, sitting behind Linda, he's wearing like this flowing dress <laughs> I that see he got, enough, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, 
And uh, so he's Alice too. And uh, oh so that, God, that was so pretty funny. hilarious. We got quite a comp, quite a lot of oh, comments there he is from that. You can see him. Uh, yeah, you can see him better now. I love the mustache, Linda. The mustache makes me. <laughs> Josh made that for me. He's like, well, I think you could because sometimes when you're met, when you have to wear this, now you can only take it off for pictures, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I was holding it up to this for a while. Yeah, and uh, and we that guy there plays a Telosian from the original series. Very nice guy. Um, this guy, great cosplay, uh, Jonathan Archer from uh, Enterprise in one of his uh, spacesuits. Uh, this guy was hilarious. He was just walking around. So in one of the episodes, they had some dignitaries on board the Enterprise. And this guy kept running around wanting to talk to uh, Captain Picard about his mnemonic transducer. <laughs> so it was kind of a fun cosplay. These guys were great. This is uh, Zephram Cochran from the movie and uh, yeah. the Vulcan that landed. Awesome yeah. cosplay. Yes. Uh, yeah. There was actually one guy walking around, and I don't have a picture in my deck here, but he had uh, a built into his hat was this gigantic black probe from the whales episode. Oh, yeah. With <laughs> on the end of it, he had like a, a, a translucent thing coming down to a globe, you know, and he's walking around like the probe. Uh, it was just hilarious. awesome. Ah, yeah. Ah. Uh, and then this is one of my uh, cool acquisitions. Um, it's a uh, set. So in the uh, Strange New Worlds, there was an episode. Uh, I think it's Memento Mori is the name of the episode, if I remember right. And in that one, uh, there's a reference to something called Remembrance Day, um, which is a Federation celebration once a year. And crew members on board ships throughout the Federation will wear commemorative pins of a ship they served on where there were lost comrades or the ship itself was lost in some disaster. And so this set of pins was featured in the episode worn by different crew members at different points when they're featured on camera. So there was a, a company here that uh, got the um, designs of those and then they printed off a set and um, so they had a set. They printed off 250 of them. So they're selling them here at the con. So um, I couldn't resist getting a set of that. It was a very good episode. So, nice. um, yeah, so there's that. Um, and then this was an area we went to uh, the first night Wednesday when we were here for the con really got started. I don't know if anybody's heard of Area 15, but this place <laughs> is phenomenal. If you are going to Vegas, you have to, have to, have to, have to go to see Area 15. You will not believe it. It is uh, elaborate. It's all kinds of uh, weirdness. Uh, they've got this uh, grocery store in there that you go into that's kind of like a hands-on art thing, but they have stuff you can actually buy there. It's like, um, looks like a grocery store, but everything is bizarre. Like they have like these big cans of mammoth chunks or... Uh, you know, smaller cans of uh, rabbit shards or, you know, for example, uh, in this case, I bought a can of uh, antimatter uh, and, uh, and hold on. And then just to make sure that I don't make a mistake with it, I bought a can of omnipotence <laughs> because I didn't want Steph, Seth stopping me. I also bought a can of inevitability. So no matter what I do, <laughs> <laughs> and then anybody that tries to screw with me, uh, shade and fruit, they're going to get that. So, um, yeah, so it's pretty hilarious. Uh, a lot of stuff you can buy. And then the really cool thing, the most coolest thing of all of that 
is in the back of the store, they have like these uh, freezer cases uh, where you can open up and they have frozen food in there. And, um, and you open it up and you can actually walk into the case and through the case and out the back. And you're into this area that's actually, you come to realize that the store is a front for like this mad scientist corporation uh, behind <laughs> it where they've got they've got all these different machines you can get on and push buttons and turn lights and control things and there's like uh human particleizers uh you know teleportation machines um sure. just very weird stuff very um, too. there's one room you go into and it's just like these the strobe light and you walk in and the strobe's going really slow to go flash and it'll disappear and then all of a sudden after the flash dies away you'll see the image of everybody in the room the uh, reflected on the walls mm -hmm. of the room. That's cool. So it's like it's taking a picture and then it's shooting the picture on the walls. And then it goes faster and faster and faster and faster. And uh, it's uh, really a, a stunning effect. Um, and they've got like these big tube slides in there. It's like a three-story building uh, inside there. The and that's just one thing. They have all kinds of mm -hmm. other uh, areas in this uh, off to the side where you can't see off to the left. There's a big um, augmented reality uh, escape from zombie things where zombies have taken over Vegas and you have to go in and kind of rescue some of the citizens that are still holed up in, in places. And um, they've got uh, axe throwing bars in there. They've got uh, bondage shops. Uh, you know, it's just something you have to see to believe. All right, uh, let's move on. Oh, this is inside. That's, <laughs> That's inside this giant skull, and it's got some sort of a thing inside it that reflects all kinds of different images up on those on the inside of the skull. Wow. Uh, there's this. There's the shelf of stuff that I bought. You can see next to it, bold mammoth flavor. That's the can of <laughs> mammoth chunks, and you can see the pricing for stuff down there. It's all priced like you're in a grocery store. And then this is when you go through the wall, you go into Dramcorp, and they're the ones that are doing all this weird, unauthorized secret experimentation. Unauthorized. <laughs> uh, and then there, there's there's the example of where you walk, you open up the ice door, and you walk through, and you come out the back into Dramcorp. That's mm. cool. That's and so then here's cool. one of the machines, for example, and you push all these buttons, and it makes the lights inside there do weird things. That's just uh, one example. Um, uh, here's the human particleizer that's in a different area of the building and you're doing weird stuff there as well. So, uh, and then they have like, what's that? Is the point of that machine to create human particles yes. or to reduce a human to particles? Reduce yes. a human to particles. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they have different offices like for the, uh, the directors of the corporation and you walk in and, and you can see all these different talking points <laughs> when there's a disaster, you know, <laughs> retirement, not disappearance. <laughs> uh, it's it's really it's really well done. Uh, oh, 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 uh, God. explain yeah. this. I have yeah. Questions. Well, okay. So, <laughs> so as you walk the strip, uh, you run into uh, a, a wide range of characters, as you might imagine, and uh, and if you're stupid enough to stop. And of course, you know, yeah. wearing, wearing a Starfleet command uniform, you get a little. You're a target. You're a target. And, I mean, uh, I do appreciate the "Is this okay with you, Linda?" faces on both performers. Yeah. Actually, at that point, she's but, asking how many times she should smack him. Yeah, how many times <laughs> should I whip him? 
And uh, they settled on three. I think Linda wanted 10. I was going for a higher number. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So you see they handcuff you there. And then uh, uh, Linda gets to take a video while they publicly whip me. Um, so, uh, you know, they, uh, they do this for tips. And, oh uh, so at the end, um, I went to tip them and I remembered at that point that I had taken all the money out of my wallet <laughs> and left it in the safe in the room. And I only had $4. <laughs> that did not go over very well. Fortunately, Linda had like 20 in her purse. So that helped, but, uh, they were kind of hoping for $30 a piece. So, Ooh, yeah, far, but probably never. Yeah, they probably never get that. But yeah, um, they, they're they, out there to take money. That's for sure. Yeah, they and claim I, that that's I, the usual. I thing. had no idea because I thought he was full of shit. I thought he was lying because it wouldn't be unlike him to say, I only have four dollars. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I'm mortified and embarrassed. And they're like, do you have anything? And I'm like. Jesus, Bill, you really don't have any money. No, I only brought four dollars. Well, I well, I'm you know, listen, you're walking down the strip and you got to worry about pickpockets. And I thought, well, you know, if they take my wallet, I can cancel my credit cards, but you know, my cash yeah. will be lost, so I'll just leave yeah. it in the safe. So I'll leave my I'm not planning to buy anything, we were just going sightseeing. I'll leave my 20 at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so anyway, so that was uh, was that was old. quite was the hilarious. adventure. I think that might be the last <laughs> picture. Yeah, that's it. So okay. well, anyway, yeah, it was fun. Um, so anything interesting come up in the panels there, Bill? Um, not really. Um, oh. Yeah, unfortunately. Run-of-the-mill stuff? Yeah, run-of-the-mill stuff. Mostly, uh, so they have an MC that's asking them questions, you know, and mm. most of the questions are about, you know, maybe what other stuff they're doing in their personal lives outside of Star Trek or or uh, they'll ask them to relate stories of how they got uh, the position, uh, their job uh, doing what they're doing, especially uh, true with the new shows, you know, right. the, the older shows, Next Gen and stuff like that, where everybody's mm -hmm. probably heard those stories a thousand times. It's more about, you know, what are you working on today, you know, kind of a thing. And um, so it's good. And it's fun to hear them uh, talk and uh, relate some funny stories about pranks behind the scenes and things like that that go on. Um, and uh, the the vendor room, they got tons of stuff in the vendor room. And that's where uh, you'll see uh, people just sitting there signing autographs. And you can go up and get an autograph with any of your favorite actors. Uh, Linda and I were actually in the elevator yesterday heading down to the lobby last night to go get dinner. And Dominic Keating, who was from uh, Enterprise, he played the security guy there. Uh, he got in the elevator Malcolm. and he's like, Malcolm, yeah, he got in the elevator and he's like, all right, so where, should, where are you guys going? You know, What's so we can carry on a conversation as we only <laughs> got down. So it's kind of fun to be able to share an elevator with, with people. With famous people. Um, and then, uh, so, and the, the con's in a new hotel this year yeah. because it's been in the Rio previously. And the Rio was nice. The Rio was really nice. A lot of space, Big huge space. convention center mm -hmm. there. Uh, here, not so much. And so uh, it's really kind of disjointed because you have the main theater and auditorium on the on the lobby level, but then you have to go up to the 26th floor for the other two auditorium. Mm. And they have uh, a few that other things far. up there. So you know, they've got a couple of elevators that are just set aside and reserved, and they've got like uh, elevator operators um, that only take the elevators up to the 26th floor and back down. 
So, um, so everybody's kind of shuttling back and forth yeah, up and down I'm, elevators and real was better. Yeah. It just didn't, it's just not a good, good layout for the con. So hopefully <laughs> going forward, they'll fix that. Uh, and Thales, wow. which is where the con, the con hotel where we're at, that's been bought out. And so they're in the process of tearing down the Valley sign and uh, they're going to remodel the whole thing. And it seems like there's endless remodeling here in Vegas. The uh, Anybody that's been out here before, maybe has seen the Mirage with the big volcano out front. That's been purchased by uh, the Hard Rock Cafe. That's going to get torn down and completely wow. redone. So um, a lot of changes all the time out here in Vegas. But uh, yeah, it's been a super fun con. Uh, we're having a great time. We're looking forward to the last day. We're uh, right after this uh, recording. We're going to go see John Noble. Uh, who many of you will recognize or remember as uh, Walter from the show Fringe. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's here, <clears throat> and he's going to be talking next. He uh, currently uh, is uh, voicing the character, uh, the, the bad guy in uh, Star Trek Prodigy. Um, mm. can't remember the bad guy's name. But anyway, it'll be fun to hear him talk, and uh, I'm sure he'll be uh, taking questions on Fringe, so that'll be kind of fun to get that. Um uh, so that's kind of it. And then uh, tonight they have uh, the the Rat Pack returns, and uh, so it's Connor Trenier and uh, Dominic <coughs> theories, and a couple of the other characters that played uh, um, um, characters in like Next Gen and DS Nine. So uh -huh. anyway, we're looking forward to the final day of the con. It should be a lot of fun. Oh, and you can see my flag I got in the background. Are you guys still there? Look like you're yep, frozen. Yep. Oh, yeah. I got my uh, Federation flag in the background. Linda says, you know, I'm Federation in the in the streets. But I also got my Klingon, Klingon. flag because I'm a Klingon. <laughs> Hiding that back there, I see, Bill. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. You dare divide your loyalty over. between the Federation and the Empire? You Ooh. have no honor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to hang that in the bedroom, I'm sure. So, all right. Well, great update. That's awesome to hear about all that going on. And uh, so, Federation in the streets, Klingon in the sheets. You got it. Ooh. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Poor Linda. <laughs> <laughs> or lucky Linda. <laughs> You're assuming Bill's the one controlling the bat list. I, I feel like that's more of a Linda's side. <laughs> Oh, yeah, as long as she doesn't bring any Klingon pain sticks to bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are about at, at about time. Uh, you guys have any favorite things that have happened at the convention that you'd like to share really quick or any uh, really cool other celebrities who you've or uh, Star Trek actors who you've seen? Yeah, well, we saw... Uh, um... Saru, what's the actor's name? Uh, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Um, yeah, he is so tall. Uh, Sonequa yeah. Martin-Green, saw her. Um, Anson Mount, of course. Um, Beverly uh, Crusher, uh, yeah. Gates McFadden. Gates McFadden. Um, uh, Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan Frakes. Oh, so fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, William Shatner's showing up today. Of course, yep. Sulu and Chekhov are here. We've seen them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just about everybody's here. Oh, uh, Ethan Peck, who plays the new uh, Spock, seen him. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Great. So, yeah, so it's it's uh, it's been awesome. We love it. We have a baby ball and better go, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Daddy's got her, so <laughs> we'll oh, check out. We thought Daddy was tied up in the bed back there behind you. It's boring. <laughs> there's no one else to concern your with, Selfwood. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's it. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, next year, uh, I, I think next year we might try to go to the official con in Seattle and see what that's like by comparison. So, good deal. That's been like a really good time. Yeah, we are. It's been awesome. Seen a lot of stuff. Seen a lot of a lot of cool actors and uh, heard a lot of funny stories and met a lot of cool people. So having a great time. Keep living your best life for us. Yeah, we will. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're going by that Area 15 again, pick me up a can of inspiration. I think I could use one of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do that. <laughs> uh, elsewise, I think we should let you go so you can get to your. Sounds good. To, yeah, get to seeing uh, your John next Noble. Right. All right. Well, you guys have a great time. We'll see you when we get back to town. Uh, so yeah, tomorrow. Safe. So, all right. Take care, y'all. All right. See ya. Bye. Live Bye. long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Here we go. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.